0: Welcome Jumpmasters and Squadies alike to Kings Canyon Radio. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly and welcome back to another episode of this fantastic Apex Legends podcast. If I do say so myself, it's fan dabby dozy. It's very good. You should check it out. You should head on over to iTunes and leave a review because you love this show that much. No, that's just me trying to get you to leave reviews on iTunes because it does help out the show immensely. That's just my way of getting into your brain. But yes, this is going to be a very strange episode, as I can already tell. We're going to be discussing a lot today. We've got the normal news. However, this news is a big boy. We've got a big old thick lad up in here because last week was a little bit on the skinnier side of things. He's been working out. He's been doing his thing over there, but this week... He's been pegging out on those burgers and pizza, he's been knocking milkshakes back, sitting on the couch playing some video games. It's a big old thick boy and I can't wait to get into it. That sounds really bad. I didn't mean it like that. I apologise profusely. But no, I'm not trying to get into any thick boys. That's not my personal cup of tea. I'm a a straight man. This is the second time I've already made a reference to getting into something. That sounds strange. I'm gonna stop now. Let's get into the episode before I make any more stupid remarks, because it's one of those days. It's a stupid Ryan day. I'm having a daft one, definitely, indeed. That's how I'm rolling today. I have had a haircut today, so if you hear me fidgeting or anything like that, it's because I've got hair around my neck and I need to get rid of it, because it's aggravating the crap out of me. Anybody who has a haircut, you'll know. You'll feel my pain. When you get that hair... In your collar of your t-shirt or whatever. It's so annoying. I needed really to go have a bath or a shower to get it off me. But I haven't done that. So I'm going to be recording instead. And it's going to annoy me this entire episode. That is the plan. So enough of my ranting and rambling. Let's get into the Apex news. Because it's been an interesting one. Firstly... The game leaked last year and no one noticed it whatsoever. This is very, very cool indeed. So on March 20th, 2018, a Reddit user by the name of Hit Iconic posted an image of the actual map from Apex Legends with the quotation that said the following, Rumored Titanfall Battle Royale game. Ding, 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 you, sir, win a prize. You are right on the money. He seems to have done very, very well there. On that one. This was originally spotted by PC Gamer, however, they spotted the repost and then they found the original post. So later on, the image was reposted by a different user, and that response got almost 1600 comments, with the first one only getting 14. So that's crazy. We do have a response actually from Hit Iconic himself when he saw the more Blown up post, the one that went to the sky and back. And they popped into the comments and just said the following. I'll take my upvote now. Cheeky, tongue out, winky emoji. He didn't type cheeky, tongue out, winky emoji. That's just the emoji that he had after the fact. I'm going to carry on. We do have a community manager from Respawn commenting on this. And this comes from Jay Frechette. And he says, Haha, I remember this. It was a relief to see folks blow it off. And I was thinking... Well, he'll be able to say I was right when next year comes along. This is very cool and very interesting. I'm surprised that no one noticed that this was a leak and that it was actually real. Especially because, like, it would make sense. Because if it was the image that I saw, which is the actual map, then... It's obviously a real post. Something like that isn't photoshopped. I don't see how you could unless you're very good with the photoshops. I'm personally not very good at all, so I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have done it at all, but it is very cool indeed. I'm glad that Apex has come out because I'm having a great time with it. And it's really cool to see this type of thing happen because normally when it comes to leaks and rumors, it's kind of proven pretty soon after that hey look it was fake or hey look it was real look here's some more evidence normally we get something along those lines but not with this one they just let it go for an entire year and no one noticed On to some pretty cool news, Apex Legends has crossed over the 50 million players mark. This was announced by Vince Sampella who revealed on Twitter by saying the following Thank you to the 50 million players that have shown up in the first month since Apex Legends launched. You have all made this something special And there's much more to come. This was then quote tweeted by EA or Electronic Arts, depending on what you'd like to call them. And they said the following, 50 million players have joined Apex Legends worldwide. Thank you, Legends. I don't know why I put so much emphasis on the word legends then. I should have really put the emphasis on the thank you and the legends, not just the legends. But yes, I think this is pretty cool. It is really crazy that they've hit 50 million in one month considering Overwatch took a year to get 30 million. Imagine how well this game is actually doing. It's always on like the top five played games on Twitch right now. And quite regularly is coming in at that number one spot. I think it's really crazy that they're doing as well. I think obviously Twitch is helping things there. I love Apex Legends. I'm going to be playing more this afternoon most likely. After I've done all my editing and whatnot. But I love this game and I want to play more of it. It's kind of pulled me away from Overwatch. Because I played a lot of Overwatch. I've played essentially... (laughs) Ongoing practically three or four times a week for like the last three years. I love me some Overwatch and I didn't think anything would pull me away from that game. But since like the way everything's been going with that community, with everybody being toxic and a pain in the butt and being mean to one another and just not actually working as a team, this came at the perfect time. It came at the perfect time because it means that I'm not going to get immensely burnt out on Overwatch and then I will be able to return and play more of that in the future when. I feel I want to. I am playing it like now and then to do my crates. But very rarely am I jumping in and having a great time with Apex. I'll sit there and I'll play for hours. I'll play for hours on end. Friends will jump in and out of games with me. They'll jump in and play for like a few games. And then maybe they're not feeling it. Maybe they've got some stuff to do. They'll then jump out. And then someone else might jump in. It's crazy. I'm loving this game so, so much. It's so refreshing. And... I cannot wait to play some more, which I will be doing this afternoon, possibly, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed. On to our last new story of the day, and this is going to be patch notes related. We're going to be talking about the new update for Apex Legends that has just dropped ahead of the Season 1 release. So we're going to be breaking it down. I'm going to be reading quotes from the actual patch notes so there's going to be a lot so let's start things off with the first quote from them it goes as followed our goal is to make less frequent better tested higher impact changes so it minimizes the effect on your time spent mastering a particular mechanic weapon character etc It goes on to say you shouldn't have to read our patch notes every few days just to keep up with how characters and weapons now work. We know y'all are putting a ton of time into the game and mastering every nuance like Wraith portaling people off the cliff for the final kills lols. I haven't seen this, but this looks really cool. I'm going to actually search this clip online because that sounds really, really funny. And I think I want to do this myself because that sounds rad. I don't know why, but it does. I've had some really great moments in Apex. Like there was a moment where I was stuck on like top of a bridge. I can't remember what the area was. It's in between, I think, Cascades and then towards the sand area, but it's like a bridge that goes up on stairs on each side, and then underneath you can run through, obviously. It's still dry and everything down there. We were at the top, me and a Bangalore. I think I was playing Caustic at the time, and there was a Bangalore on my team. And we were above, and they were underneath us. And the ring shrunk and shrunk and shrunk, until there was no ring left. Apparently the ring completely closes, and you have to push and attack. It was crazy. I've had some intense moments like that, and I'm glad... That this game is really good at doing that. Because it does produce a lot of crazy intense moments while you're playing this game. I'm a big fan indeed. Let's get on to the weapon adjustments in this patch. We've got some changes coming to the wingman. Apparently the rate of fire has been reduced from 3.1 to 2.6 shots per second. The skull piercer headshot damage multiplier has been reduced from 2.5 to 2.25. So just a small adjustment there, nothing too big. And then lastly, they've increased the base hip fire spread as well as decreased the rate at which hip fire spread decays. So when it basically shrinks back down to its normal size, then we've got some changes for the Peacekeeper. The shotgun bolt rechamber rate has been reduced for the Peacekeeper, only not the EVA rate, which is kind of surprising. This is affecting all shotgun bolts, so level 1's mitigation will be down from 10% down to 7.5. Level 2 will be down from 20% to 13% and level 3 will be down from 25% to 16%. So a brief nerf there, so if you have been getting annoyed with the Peacekeeper then do not fret, it is going, bye bye. And so is the wingman lastly there is one other nerf to both these weapons and it's kind of annoying because I can kind of see what's happening here but the availability of both the wingman and the peacekeeper has been reduced in all tier zones so no matter what tier zone you might be in you're going to be finding less of these weapons there has also been an increase of availability of energy ammo as well as ammo in all zone tiers so that's good because ammo has always been something that I struggle to find I'll find like a really cool weapon maybe find two or three stacks and then won't be able to get anything else for it. I quite like the Havoc especially when you get the mods attachments for it and finding energy ammo was a complete nightmare. I have yet to play on this update so I'm going to be going in and trying this out very very soon and by very very soon I mean this afternoon like I said prior on. But I'm going to be having some fun there. On to some information in, in regards to buffs for the P-2020 and the Beak. They said the following. We love y'all's beaks memes, so we're hesitant to lose that. That's not all they said, though. There's more to it. In all seriousness, our goal is to have a power curve of weapons. Power curve just means that some weapons will be weaker and more common, while others will be stronger and rarer. Some weapons are intentionally less powerful until fully perped up with hop-ups and attachments, while other weapons on the bottom of the power curve are your early game better than melee, but gotta upgrade out of ASP weapons. We've seen some good feedback from players about how to make these pistols more exciting without losing out on the goal above that we're listening to. We'll be continuing to watch player data and feedback and trying things out internally but for now they'll remain the same. When I told you we were breaking these patch notes down, we're going through them all, Mother Trucker. We're gonna go through the additional patch notes that they've added. They've apparently fixed some script errors that were occasionally causing disconnects during matches. Caustic was occasionally causing disconnects while throwing out his ultimate, so that's also been fixed. Pathfinder would occasionally cause disconnects while activating his Survey Beacon players occasionally cause disconnects when removing an attachment gibraltar occasionally causing disconnects when pulling up his gun shield that one is a little bit strange considering it's a main ability and then players occasionally causing disconnects while entering spectate mode there's a lot of fixes going on there we're not done though there's more patchy patch 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 notes coming your way in regards to legends because some balancing has been happening With certain particular heroes we're going to be discussing here. Let's start things off with a first quote. For character balance, we look at a combination of things. Pick rate, win rate and character versus character matchup with rate among other metrics. And of course, player feedback. The results between the five small and medium rig characters have been positive. They are all in a safe band of relatively equal power. Our large rig characters, however, are underpowered and their natural size appears to be a large contributor. We're planning on adjusting the size of the larger characters' hitboxes to better fit the models. If these changes are insignificant to bring these characters in line, we're also considering a range of other changes, such as natural damage reduction, as well as individual kit power tweaks. Because many of these changes are significant, we want to make sure they are heavily tested before they go live, in the event they are necessary. Below is a quick overview on the roadmap of how we're thinking about bringing larger characters back in line. Overall, we want to try and increase the power level of the large rig characters before we consider large nerfs to everyone else. While we've made small adjustments, we're hopeful that increasing the power of large rigs is healthier than nerfing everyone else. So this is very interesting. We discussed hitboxes last week. We went into... Quite a bit of detail into regards to how I personally feel that they should be fixed. Just to recap that a little bit. I did think that the best way to fix these characters would be to give them slightly more carrying space. Such as maybe a slot or two extra depending on what backpack they have. And what they already have. Or that they could stack more of a specific item. So they could stack say slightly more ammo or slightly more health kits and slightly more barriers. It would make more sense in that respect. But... Something that I didn't even think of was actually changing the abilities to make them more viable. This actually to me makes more sense. Rather than going and changing the health pools and making them different and fundamentally changing the gameplay because that is exactly what would happen. I think there's a really interesting thing that they can do here by making certain abilities better. For example, if they took Caustic and made his gas power be a wider range, which they have done in these patch notes, if they do that and then they make it stronger and they make it do more damage and they make it so your teammates can see through it, they will then be making him a more viable character in comparison to what he is right now. I think that's a fantastic idea. They could also do something extra with Gibraltar. I don't think shooting through his shield is a good one, I think that this would be a bad thing to do. However, there are stuff that they could do to him to make him better. Like they could give his gun shield slightly more health. There are ways that they could fix these heroes by not changing them fundamentally and changing up the gameplay. And I think that's really interesting and I think that's very cool and I think that's the best way to go about it. Because if they do go down the whole Overwatch route of things where tanks have more health and supports are mainly just for healing and supporting your team. I think, overall, it's going to make the game worse than what it is. And right now, I don't think that's a good idea. They've got a lot of people playing this game. Fundamentally, changing the gameplay would make a lot of people just be turned off and not want to play this game. So I definitely think that changing the abilities is the best route there. But let's go into what they've done. They've got some major balance changes. First off, the hitbox size has been reduced and optimized for Caustic, Pathfinder, and Gibraltar. They also have changed the sizing hitbox for character gear and their model, so that's slightly adjusted. These are all the changes that are currently in place right now, but they have said that they do want to make sure that there aren't any major bugs before they push big changes like this into the game. So they are going to be rolling out some more adjustments as we're going through season one and as we come up to that date so that's pretty cool i like all those adjustments i think there's more there are some minor balance changes to these heroes for example caustic's traps has now had his cooldown reduced to 25 seconds from 30 seconds additionally his traps increased radius and proximity radius has now been adjusted by about 10 percent Traps have also removed a one second delay on the smoke dealing damage to players, so that's also very good. Onto Pathfinder and what's going on with him, his insider knowledge has had a somewhat buff to it because they've increased the number of beacons around the world from 10 to 12. Onto Lifeline, the care package will now not drop level 4 armor or helmet. They have removed that completely there for her. There is so much more I'm going to continue on through them because we've got changes to race into the voids. Cooldown has been increased from 20 seconds to 25 seconds. Bangalore's double time has had its movement speed reduced from 40% down to 30%. So that's all of the changes that is going on with this game. There's a lot that's been going on and I'm happy that... These have happened. I can't wait to actually try these out myself and feel how they're going. I've heard a lot of complaints online about the Wingman and the Peacekeeper having a very limited amount of spawn in comparison to other weapons, which kind of makes me excited because I do want to see more other weapons. But it also makes me sad for the people who enjoyed the Wingman because I know it's a very interesting pistol to use. I used it a little bit and had some fun with it. Didn't use it as much as I would have liked. But I do like the thought of other weapons that were not commonly used. To see get used a little bit more. Like the Havoc being introduced. A lot of people weren't so fussed on that weapon. Or didn't like the fact that it had such a limited ammo capacity. Of how much you can actually get. So now maybe these changes have fixed that. I'm going to have to wait and find out myself. Let's get into the tip of the week. Let's give you my tip. So this week's tip I have called locksmithing this is a very interesting one indeed so if you don't know if you've ever played as Caustic you'll be able to lock up doors in a building with your traps. Essentially, what you do is if you get into a tough situation or a fight and you're in a building, you'll be able to lock doors. So if someone tries to come into a door, if a trap is placed behind the door where it's not going to get triggered because sometimes it does get triggered and set off, they will not be then able to open that door, which is very interesting. However, I want to give you a little bit of a tip on how to break through and crack open that lock, you could say. It's an interesting one. So if you want to open this door and you want to break in, the best way to do it is by destroying the doors. You can destroy the doors by giving it two melee hits. This is very cool because it can catch people off guard and you can get a few easy kills because a lot of people just assume that you can't get in. It's also very good if you're on the other side of things because... A lot of people don't think about meleeing doors. You can smash them and they break after like two hits and they're gone and then you can get in and you can get those lovely, lovely kills on that unsuspecting team that think that they're badass. Also, I want to tell people, if you see a trap go off, go through the trap. Don't just stop or try to run away. Go through the smoke. It does very little damage. You can get in there, girl. You can do some damage to them and you can smash them in their face. You go. You go, you do your thing. On to my favorite segment to say, "logalo." Galore. is a piece of lore from the world of Apex Legends that I provide to you each and every week. And this week is going to be Caustic. Yes, if you don't know, it's a Caustic episode. I like talking about caustic, okay? Otherwise known as Alexandra Knox, he was once one of the best scientists on the side of the frontier. He used his intellect to create a variety of toxic gases. Initially, Knox decided to make pesticides but his ambitions grew larger and he started conducting experiments on living creatures. The specific details of what these experiments were aren't available but we do know that they came at an abrupt halt when Knox was confronted by his superiors and ensued a battle destroying his lab leaving many to presume him dead. However, Nox continued his toxic gas experiments with the Apex Games participants as his new guinea pigs. I like that. I love that bit of lore. It's really cool. I play Caustic all the time he's one of my favorite ones to play as I don't know why I'm just most successful with that particular character I do like other ones like I like Bangalore I like Wraith those are the three that I play quite a bit not really a huge fan of Lifeline I can't really get behind her played a hell of a lot of Mirage trying to get that win which you probably already know but I love me some Caustic and you'll probably find me most of the time playing that Character. Even though he was like underpowered, I just loves him so much. I just loves him so much. He's a bit crazy. He's a bit cuckoo banana pie, but I'm a fan. On to our last segment of today's episode, Tears of Joy. Tears of Joy is my personal ranking list of all things Apex Legends. Each and every week I'll pick a new part of the world of apex legends and break it down into lists of my favorites and least favorite parts of that particular part of the game i love it so so much it's so so great this week's an interesting one it's going to be drop locations this is going to be somewhat controversial these aren't the best locations to drop in. So do not take these as the best drop locations. These are my personal favorite drop locations and the places that I like to go and get my weapons on and collect all my items and get my kills and do all my things. That's what I do. But let's go into it. So S tier sees a whopping four places in the form of the Repulsor, Skulltown, Artillery and Hydro Dam. My favorite places out of them are the Repulsor and Skulltown. I love Repulsa. I wish my team would spawn them more often. When I kind of go into games with my friends, they ...tend to go towards Cascades quite a lot and Wetlands... ...and I hate those areas. I'm just not a fan of them. I find myself not getting the loot that I want in those areas... ...not the weapons that I like or need. I also don't like the actual design of the areas. It's just not personally for me. It's not my cup of tea there. But what are you going to do? On to the A tier. The A tier has a big old selection of four again. And those are Market, The Pit, Slum Lakes and Thunderdome... Thunderdome is severely... Underestimated. So many people don't go to Fund Dome, and majority of the time it has some of the best loot. I think it's one of the top places to go. The only reason I put it on the A tier list is because of how close it is to Skulltown and that surrounding area, because a lot of people tend to go to Skulltown. I don't know why, it's some of their favorite places. There's also Market is another place where people tend to go quite a bit. So that's why those are on here. They're not the best if you want to get a good start. However They're not the best if you want to avoid fights to begin with. However, they are really, really good if you want some good gear. That's one of my suggestions. On to B tier, we've got the Cascades, Runoff, Wetlands and Swamps. Again, these are fine. They're not my favorite though. That's why they're in the B tier. And then lastly, for the C tier, this is places that I would suggest avoiding because of how busy they are going to be and how many enemies are going to be there and how little items you're going to be getting from these areas. Obviously in here you've got the supply ship, the bunker, airbase, water treatment, bridges, and relay. Those are some of my least favorite places to go. I love a lot of the places on this. I love the map overall. Personally, I think the aesthetic of the map is very, very cool. There are some parts that I'm not really a huge fan of. Like I said, I don't like the wetlands. I don't like the swamps. Hopefully, we're either going to be getting a new map in the future or some changes. I do hope that they go down the degree of changing the map rather than making a brand new one. I don't want to see PUBG really Really, I think this would be better going down a Fortnite side of things where they just kind of like wipe out a side of the map and put snow there. But it would make more sense for them to do the individual maps like PUBG however then I think you're making it slightly more difficult on your player base because you've got multiple maps that they could end up in they might not like a particular map more than they like another for example Kings Canyon is the main map right now and if you played like me you played a lot of time on that map and you might just want something fresh and new and you might just leave games when you get into Kings Canyon and that's just not good for the community because it means then they're going to be constantly down a teammate and whatnot and that's not cool That's not cool at all but that is going to be it for today's episode i hope you have enjoyed this one we'll be back again next week with another episode of king's canyon radio as always i have been your host my name is ryan or hello ghostly if you're searching for me across the interwebs if you do want to support the show in any way please head on over to itunes and leave a review it helps out the show immensely I want to see some reviews over there I want to know what you think of the show I know people are listening because it's doing quite well in regards to stats so come on peeps let me know what you think how's it doing how are you enjoying it is it fantastic is it rubbish is there parts that you would like to see changed would you like to see it be a continuous show and not just a limited run let me know in the reviews that's how I find the feedback I don't know why I'm talking like this I just am but as always Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you have an awesome week, but I'll catch you in the next episode. Get ready to drop. Ghostly out.